The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to That's a Retrograde. I'm Stephanie Simbari. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, hello, hello. We are here. We are surviving, working on thriving. What week is it? What day is it? What month is it? Well, today it's Elizabeth's birthday, friends. It is. What a wonderful way to spend it. That's how we know time now. Based on people's birthdays. I don't know what day of the week is. Birthdays and like what day Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is on. Wednesdays, New York, Thursdays. Perfect. That's how I track it. That's personally my own method of tracking time and space. But, you know, everyone has their own unique method. I'm like Sundays is when Insecure is on. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A wonderful book came out today from our dear friend, Ruthie Lindsay. Oh, for and the love I just of fucking God, this book we're is We're gonna get gorgeous all into it. So let's cut to the conversation. Yeah. Couldn't be more proud of our friend for putting this out into the world. It is such a special piece. Honestly, if you wanna laugh, if you wanna cry, if you wanna just feel your humanity right now, it, this is the book for you guys. It's uh I can't say enough beautiful things about it. I'm so happy for Ruthie and so excited that we got to have this conversation. So we cut to it? Let's cut right to it. right, perfect. Yeah. There we go. We are so excited to have our dear friend, Ruthie Lindsay, back on the show. We were supposed to be here today celebrating you jumping around the country, touring for your amazing book. And um, now we're touring the book in our hearts and minds. (laughs) 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 I, for one, have to say just immediately off the bat, wow, wow, wow. What a thing to read right now. It's just so timely and so beautiful. And if you're looking to get more deeply involved with yourself via someone else's story, this is uh, really the place to do it. So kudos to you, my friend. It's such a beautiful book. Thank you, sister. Yeah. I wish I could eat it alive. (laughs) (laughs) I love you so much. I love you too. (laughs) The book is There I Am, The Journey from Hopelessness to Healing. Let's just jump right into it. Yeah. So Ruthie, the last time you were on the show was in 2017. Whoa. And... Yeah, I know, right? It's like feels- was that a year that existed in time? <laughs> Seriously, Holy I can't remember. Shit, yeah. Did you know that one a past life? Like, what? yeah, it actually was a past life. <laughs> what? Yeah, hello. And I actually recently re-listened to that conversation, mm-hmm. and your story is so poignant and beautiful, mm-hmm. and you know, was certainly a catalyst in in writing this memoir. Mm-hmm. if not like a deep theme. But when we spoke in 2017 and then, you know, bringing the, your story to the page, I can only imagine that those lessons may have either like crystallized or evolved. Oh, so yeah. really curious. Well, I and first want to encourage everybody to revisit that 2017 episode to get to know 
that tale. Is this our sequel? This is like a sequel. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have had to see in the first one, but at the same time, you can just pick up at the second one and really enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> that's the goal, at least. That's like, that's the mark of a great sequel. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's so interesting. I, you know, I had this very specific idea of who I was, what my story was. And, you know, I broke my neck, lived in my bed for seven years from the wire, from my spinal cord fusion breaking and piercing my brainstem. And I, you know, my pain had been worse every year for 15 years. And I just believed that my mission was, I am here to share the story of like, there's beauty in suffering. There is joy in the pain. And, you know, there's, this didn't have to be the end of your story. And it came from such a pure, like earnest place, you know, Yeah. but it was a very limited story because I really believe like I'm the only human that's ever had a wire in their brainstem, you know? And, Mm. and so I was very just stuck in the lane of like, I will hurt forever, but I'm going to try to help as many people as I can in the midst of it. And I really jumped from living in my bed to just trying to help as many people as I could and Mm. like make my pain feel purposeful. And in a lot of ways, I really needed to feel needed because it was a way for me. It was kind of a new drug. Instead of taking the seven years of narcotics I did, the new one was helping people and getting that affirmation. Mm. And in writing the book, Oh God, y'all. I mean, it took me on a roller coaster like nobody's business because, you know, I've been sharing my story for a few years at that point. But, you know, you can go and talk for an hour or go do a podcast for an hour or write a 20 minute Instagram post and then forget it and get out of the, you know what I mean? And then not have to be in it. I've been working on this book for three and a half fucking years. Wow. It is a journey. And honestly, in a lot of ways, I feel like I avoided it. I said no for about three years to writing a book because I think subconsciously I knew that it was going to rock my world. I mean, you essentially kind of have to re-traumatize yourself. Like I had to relive that wreck and not for a day, but for years, like in that process and in editing and doing the, you know, I had to relive going through a divorce. I had to relive burying my daddy. I had to relive living in my bed for seven years. I had to relive finding out about that wire in my brainstem. You know, there were all these things that I had to go so deep into that it knocked me on my ass on a level that it's like hard to even put into words. In some ways, I felt like my pain was worse than it had been, you know, even living in my bed because I didn't also understand the mind-body connection. I didn't understand that if I'm mentally traumatized, that it's going to show up physically in my body. And because I had just jumped to trying to help other people and totally bypassed actually going inside of myself. I think this book was the best gift, even though it was the most painful thing that ever happened because it ultimately shifted everything because I hit another wall. Like I was so miserable. And I thought up to this point of writing this book, like the book deal that I got with Simon and Schuster was a book called Salvaged, Building a Beautiful Life with Broken Parts. 
because I was calling myself trash. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> no, like I literally thought I was so broken. I would say that my body hated me. And then on turn, I really hated my body. You know, I was in so much debilitating physical pain. And I thought my body was the source of all that. So the idea of going into my body, no, I felt that would kill me. Right. And because it was so dark and I was so miserable, it took me on a healing journey that I know I would not have gone to the depths of going. I've been doing work, but not really allowing myself to go. It's that I had never meditated ever. So I was like, quiet, that is literally my death. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I will just, my pain will, I will be overcome by it and it'll kill me. Like I really, truly thought that. Quick break. I'm out. Because I am not going to lie right now. I've been having some pretty fab pandemic hair. I got to say, it's never been healthier. And it's a shame because not a damn soul is seeing it. There's two things. One, I've been longing for a shampoo and conditioner that nurtures my tresses enough that I don't need heat styling at all. Yeah. And then when I do heat style, it looks Banging. I've also really into your use of the word tresses. Uh, I've never oh, heard that you. before, but I'm celebrating it with you as long as I think I learned it from a Pantene com- Pro V commercial in the 80s. But things have evolved since then because we're talking about Way. That's right. Our hair care obsession. They have a new line of shampoos and conditioners that are really all about simplifying how we shop for our daily hair care. Each formula is created to be a one and done solution for your hair. And I think you and I can both attest to that. They have made three different categories, fine, medium, and thick. And that's like all you need to know. That's right. All their shampoo and conditioners are problem and solution based. And they have three options to choose from. So you don't have to play a guessing game with your hair. They are tailor-made to maximize the health of your strands and tackle the biggest challenges for each hair type. I couldn't agree more. I have been using the thick formulation and it is made with shea butter and avocado oil. It hydrates and smooths my hair. It has marshmallow root in it to detangle and fight frizz. It is color-safe, sulfite-free, cruelty-free, sustainable packaging. Honestly, my hair is so healthy. I've been washing my hair more than normal and it's not drying out at all. This comes from the mind and creation of Jen Atkin, who is one of my favorite celebrity hairstylists. Back in the day, when group workout classes were a thing, she would always be the left to the left of me at LEK. And I would be like secretly having a little fangirl moment. So hi, Jen. Hi. I'm a fan. We love all their products. I'm also a huge fan of their spray, shine spray for your hair and your body. Yeah. Smells so good. Everything smells delectable. And I've been using the leave-in conditioner, which is also just like putting it on the ends before I go to sleep. And it's incredible. Uh Uh-huh. So good. So you can shop their shampoos and conditioners for fine, medium, and thick hair and all the other amazing products that they have over at theway.com. I mean, the scents are so good that they made perfumes out of them. Exactly. So that's spelled O-U-A-I. That's theway.com. Don't forget to use the code retrograde and you will receive three free samples with your order. So fun. Thank you so much. That's theway.com, code retrograde. Back to the show. 
Hi, I'm Heather McMahon. I'm an actress, comedian, living at home with my mother. On the Absolutely Not podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll probably prank phone call our ex-boyfriends because honestly, they were the worst. The thing that makes our podcast different is I get to hear directly from you. You can always pick up the phone and catch us on the Absolutely Not line. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a message, but of course, only if it's a nice one. Tune in to the Absolutely Not podcast, and I'll see you soon. It's true. Like you can't heal it unless you go into it. And I mean, I got so interested in just the healing path. I learned so much from y'all talking about Nicole Sachs. Ugh. That was just some kismet if there ever Loved was. Her. Like, I was thinking that when you were talking. I was like, I wonder if Ruthie and Nicole have worked together. Yes. Like yeah. her teaching me about journal speak and learning about how my body is holding on to trauma, a lot of it pre-verbal trauma and things mm-hmm. that, and then it had this opportunity with this massive accident to manifest into like deep physical pain, but there was pain there way before way, way, way before that I was completely unaware of. And Mm. I think I got really involved with my friend that I have a podcast with. He has this place called Onsite. Right. And you go in and do all this experiential therapy, you know, and in doing so, like you're able to see it acted out in a way that like you wouldn't necessarily, it lands in a different way when you're able to see your traumas acted out. Mm. It sounds insane, but it does something different for your brain. And one of the biggest parts there is you're not allowed to tell anyone what you do for a living when you go there and you give up your phone. And it was so interesting because I knew that I found my complete identity in my pain story when I lived in my bed, knew it, you know, because we teach people how to see us anytime anyone would see me like, how are you? Are you okay? But I had no idea that I was completely... (laughs) identified with that pain story after the fact, because here's what happened when I was there, you know, up to that point, anyone could say, what do you do for a living? I'm a speaker. What do you speak about? I share my story. What's your story? And I could give this four to five minute elevator pitch and quote unquote, prove my worth and how amazing I am and all that I've overcome. And all of a sudden I'd get all of this praise and like, you're the only one in the world. You've lived through so much. You're so strong, you know, and here I couldn't do it. I went allowed to tell anyone. And it literally was almost like identity crisis. I'm like, do I have anything to offer if I'm not this story? If I'm not this pain, if I'm not this loss, if I'm not this trauma, am I interesting outside of that? And who am I outside of that? And they talk about how we walk around as human doings instead of human beings. And we find our worth and identity in the things that we do instead of who we innately are. And that was like so massive. And there's so many of those stories that I'm just constantly having to unlearn and to remember like, oh my God, I am always been just inherently worthy and valuable and needed and good and loved and whole. And I'm not broken. Broken, fucked up things happen to me. Right. I've never been broken. My soul and spirit, it's so beautiful and whole. And it just, it began, now this has been a three-year journey and I'm on it and I'll be on it until the day I die. It's not like I've like, (laughs) but it shifted everything, the way that I talked about my body and my pain and learning about how 
you know, our limbic system doesn't know time. And so when we're traumatized or we're triggered by something, they say like when our responses to things feel really hysterical, they're always historical. So in writing my book, my responses were hysterical. I felt like I was dying. I felt like my pain was so big, so insurmountable. I could never function. I couldn't finish it because I thought I would die because I was being triggered by things that were historical. But what's so beautiful and what I've been learning is like, because of that, because our brain doesn't know time, our limbic brain, we're able to go in and heal traumatic events as though they're happening right now. And it's so beautiful. So it opened up these incredible opportunities for me to go in and to do this like healing work and to remember what was so right with me and not what was so wrong with me. You know, like, listen, my neck looks more like a fucking toaster oven than it does a spinal cord. And if I can heal, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? It's just, oh, it's so precious. Okay. Quick break from this talk to talk about talk space. Something that I feel, especially in this moment has been incredibly ahead of its time. Obviously, being home so much, especially during a crisis like this, can be a breeding ground for anxiety. I know personally, my thoughts have been running wild. Mm. Without the stability of normal daily routine, our minds can fill with the worst case scenarios, what ifs, and worries. And I know a lot of us are feeling lonely but we are not alone. We're all just adjusting to like this new temporary normal. That's right. We are so happy to be partnering with Talkspace because not only is it Mental Health Awareness Month, but like you said, never has there ever been a more important time to just filter through your thoughts and take stock of what's going on inside of you because there's less ways to kind of burn that off in the outside world. So Talkspace is an online therapy that is more committed than ever to expanding access to support for anyone who is struggling. With Talkspace, you get the support of a licensed therapist from the safety of your home and you can reach out from your device whenever something is on your mind. You can text, call, send a picture, send a video message. Oh my God, how fun. From your phone or computer 24-7, as much as you need, everything happens within Talkspace's secure platform all on your schedule. Do we love this, Elizabeth? I love it. And they match you with a licensed therapist based on your specific needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, and relationship issues. And once you're matched, you can begin therapy that exact same day. That's so amazing. And also, if you don't like the person you get matched with, you can just find a new one. Switch it up. Don't settle for the first therapist that you meet. Find one who works for you. The bottom line is we all deserve support and we don't have to struggle on our own. Talkspace therapy can be our dedicated support system there to help us feel healthier and more empowered, even in these uncertain circumstances. And I just know like for me, this has been an incredible opportunity to go deeper with personal work. Yeah. And Talkspace is such an amazing offering to help facilitate that. Couldn't so, agree more. As a listener of That's So Retrograde, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, head over to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure you use the code retrograde to get $100 off your first month. So that's retrograde and Talkspace.com. This is just a perfect, affordable, convenient solution, hitting all the marks. We're so excited to offer it to you. So go over to Talkspace.com, you guys. Don't sleep on your mental health. Back to the show. 
So has your pain like really alleviated in the process of going into the eye of the storm? Yes, it's wow. definitely better. And it's still there. Yeah. But it's nothing like the all-consuming pain. I mean, I am so active. Yeah. And like right before, I mean, I was supposed to be on the road for literally until through summer. I was like, you know, but right before this all started, like I was in Marrakesh and Morocco for two weeks. And before that I was in Hawaii and like, I'm doing all these active, crazy things that I'm telling you, my body, I could not have held up and done what I'm able to do now. And I just realized how strong and how capable and how our bodies were created for healing our hearts, our emotions, our spirits. We were created like for healing. And I really truly believe that I'm going to get to like continue to bring healing to my body. And I think it'll continue to get better and better the more I do this healing work. And I think it's like an ongoing journey, but I feel so hopeful and it is better. Like it That's is, amazing. it really is. It's so, and my pain had been worse every year for 15 years. Yeah. Well, you it's know. like you carry that burden with you. Like it's anything, whether it's chronic pain or yeah. just a chronic experience of anything, you keep telling yourself that, or you keep repeating it Yeah, will manifest that thing over That's and over right. and over and over again, no matter what it is from really extreme things, but what you went through, which is like spinal fusion, which is like physically extreme. Yes to like a bad breakup, believing yeah. that you'll never be able to find someone to love you again, yeah. one person fucked you or whatever those things are, right. the more you tell yourself. And then also the thing of saying it out loud a bunch over and over and over again, that's yep. crazy time manifestation energy. Yes, yes it yeah. is. And our bodies hear us. Yeah. Sure. I yeah. mean, I am statements like the things that I do now, listen, I would have wanted to punt me to the fuck moon two years ago. I have gotten so woo-woo, but I say these like I am saying it's because before I completely believed that I was my pain and believed it with every part of me. And can I tell you what's so cool? Y'all, last Friday, I was in the woods. What are so days? Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> What's a day? Right? Yeah. What the exactly? Why do I even I say that? What's that a day? language anymore? <laughs> yeah. One day. Moon day. One in one year. <laughs> I was like in the woods. I was six feet away from my girlfriend Christine. We were in the middle of nowhere. I was like, I need to go be in nature. I want to spend some really intentional time before this book goes out, and I want to like recenter and like have some loving chats with my ego. <laughs> Just you know. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, we all have these stories that we tell and we make up stories about like five people can have the exact same experience and everyone's going to have a different story because it's going to be through their lens. Like we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. That's right. So I'm telling her that I'm like, you know, I have all these freaking stories. I have stories about my ex. I have stories about who I am. I have stories about, and like, none of it really matters. Right. And like, I have stories about who I'm supposed to be in the world and I'm a speaker and I'm an author and I'm a, you know, podcast host. And I have this book and all that stuff. I'm like, what bullshit? None of that's who I am. You know? And I've been like, you know, I love Ram Das about him talking about, like, I was telling her how I love the idea of just saying, I am loving awareness. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. 10 minutes later, I get a text from a girl who I sent a copy of my book to. And she's like, Ruthie, I'm so devastated. It's been raining weirdly enough in LA and my mailman left your book outside and it got completely washed away. All the words got completely washed away. And I was like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. I'm like, you sent a photo to me? And she sends me a photo of the author page about the author. And you can vaguely see that it's my photo and all the words are gone. 
And That's I was amazing. Like, that is the most You're beautiful. Like, I am loving wearing yeah. I'm like, that. none of those things, like my ego thinks they matter. You know, right. my ego thinks how people receive this book matters, but it's none of my business. <laughs> like, because mm. it did its work on me, you know, yeah. and it kicked my ass and it took me on the most beautiful, intense, loving, painful healing journey of my life thus far. And in the same breath, like now it's not mine. And how anyone hears it, reads it, receives it, it's through their lens. And if they think it's the best, it's none of my fucking business. And if they think it's the worst, it's none of my business. Like, cause it doesn't have, like, this is theirs. This is their journey. And this is like, hopefully an invitation for them to go inside and what's already in there. Like they don't need me, you know? You know, I think that speaks so beautifully to just like the creative process in general. I think that a lot of creatives have a block and I'll speak for myself at times when getting started on things because I'm concerned with its purpose as far as like its impact and not only like how it will be received, but like kind of who am I doing it for or whatever. And like the truth is when you create anything, like it has to just be for you. And it feels like selfish. It feels whatever, all these things that we have judgments about. But it's like, I used to feel the same way about doing stand up. Like, I'm doing this for me. I don't really give a fuck if you like it or not. But it's yeah. like, I have to do it or else I will die. And that's kind of what we all have to embody when it comes to being creative. Because if it's moving through you, that's enough purpose as, as it is. Right. We don't live in a vacuum. We don't live by ourselves. That's right. Even though we might feel like that right now because we're sure. in social isolation. <laughs> Anything that you're experiencing has a greater energetic impact than just you alone. So we're going to take one more quick break. We have such an exciting new partner that we're, is the perfect time to introduce to you guys. Have you heard yes. of Kiwi Co? I have not, but now I have. And it's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Basically, it's like, brain art projects for kids and adults. Totally. It's like art projects, science projects from ages zero to 104. You've got all these opportunities to play and learn and create. Mm -hmm. And I'm ecstatic about it. This is like kind of the best gift or in that age where our friends have kids mm -hmm. and I like can't really quite like connect, but I'm like, I think this is something I know this is something they're going to love. Yeah. And I actually, for the child within my own heart, got a build your own soap dispenser. Oh my God, that I'm so like cool. so stoked to be tackling this project while at home because I don't think... I would like ever sit down to attempt something like this, yeah. but I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And this is such a cool opportunity to engage with something that you would have engaged with when you were a child, but maybe prior yeah. to this time, you wouldn't have realized you had the time for. Right. So if you have a kid or you're trying to like connect with your inner child, these are super cool hands-on science and art projects delivered to your door every month. And what kid or big kid doesn't love getting some mail. I love it. You'll be surprised at how high quality these materials are. I opened up the soap dispenser DIY box and it was like major. It's so good. These are real engineering science and art projects for kids or the kid within your soul. And you guys can spend the quality time tackling the projects together. It's super fun. It gives them a sense of accomplishment. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. There are different crates for kids of all ages. You can do an individual buy or you can do a subscription model. 
and there's no commitment. So you can pause or cancel anytime. It's really, really, really cool. So head over to kiwico.com because they are redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills for kids of all ages. That's kiwico.com slash retrograde. And guess what you'll get, Elizabeth? You'll get your first month free on select crates. So that's kiwico.com slash retrograde. Check it out. What a cool time for a cool project. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash retrograde. So exciting. Back to the show. Yay. And we know this, but it's really hard to practice. But like the most loving thing that I can ever do for the world, that you can ever do for the world is for us to go in and do this incredibly loving healing work. Like I think everything that's happened to me have ultimately been these just invitations calling me home to myself. This really beautiful, deserving, loving work, you know, and if my life had looked exactly like what I thought and had planned, you know, played out, like when I got married, what I thought would be, I would never have gone in. I would have never gone into the layer. I would have never been able to empathize and walk with others. I would have never like raised my consciousness. I would have stayed really freaking shallow and never done this work. And that's the way earth school is. Like we're going to mm-hmm. have really painful, traumatic things happen. Life is earth school. It's so hard. I like that. It's so Gravity hard. is dense, my friends. <laughs> With the healing work that you did, I know you mentioned Nicole Sachs. Yes. And I know in conversations we've had, you've kind of really gone down a fun rabbit hole. What was the rose? What was their favorite healing thing that you tried? Wellness thing? Anything you picked up that's like Besides a... Besides being on that so retrograde roof. Obviously, that's <laughs> numero uno. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, I have learned so much from y'all. That is absolutely true. And when I first met you, it was like at a very beginning stages of like, you know, and it's yeah. been fun knowing you throughout different parts of the journey, you know, because... Y'all have been such gifts and such mirrors mm. to me. I'm mean, I totally wasn't fishing for a compliment. No, but I mean, it is true. I oh mean God, that. that you in. know, I don't say shit on me. I mean that so <laughs> sincerely. Like I have learned so much through y'all's podcast. I will hear things and like, oh, I need to try that because I also am very curious and love <laughs> all the things. But gosh, I mean, I would definitely say, I mean, reading The Body Keeps the Score was so, by Dr. Vanderkolk, was so huge for me in understanding that our bodies hold on to emotional trauma and manifest Mm. as physical pain. I didn't understand that before. Letting that land, because again, I was so parked on the lane, down the lane of this is who I am. I'm like, when people would be like, oh, try this thing, like this could help. And I don't believe you're going to hurt. I would literally want to punt them because I'd be like, listen up. Biatch. I'm the only human in the world that's had a wire in their brain. I shouldn't be alive or breathing or speaking or walking. Of course, I'm going to hurt every second of every day for the rest of my life. And of course, it's going to be worse mm-hmm. because I'm lucky to just be here, you know? And I just yeah. accepted that as my lot and really identified with it fully. And I think that's such a hard thing with any type of pain. And I think that's the first step so often is like identity. Like, yeah. We, like you said earlier, Steph, like, you know, I am a woman who's been cheated on. I am like, we have all these things yeah. that we identify as, and we're victims to. 
And it's so easy to stay there. And it's just a life suck. And it, I love you. Did you just raise your hand? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just was like, I don't know why that just happened. <laughs> Hi. I'm over here. Class. <laughs> yes, Stephanie. You're Thank so you for praising your hand. <laughs> just getting used to virtually talking to people. So I'm holding oh space God, for you all. You're so, so perfect. You're so perfect. <laughs> yes. My precious. No, I just wanted to add to you because it's something that I've been working on with my life coaching with Lauren Zander is that she uses this idea that we become submissive to the events in our life. And I love that. I've been obsessed with this notion of things happen to all of us. And instead of us kind of like jujitsuing them down so they don't like overtake us, we just submit and we submit and we submit. And then in our submissiveness, because we're not just going to lay down and die, we tell ourselves the story that we're not being submissive while we're passively just letting kind of just us on the floor, someone just kind of like, you know, holding us just to the point before we like sort of suffocate to death. And that's like what our life becomes. And I think that's so like powerful. And that idea has just been like repeating on me so much. So it happens in all these different kinds of ways. And what you were saying really made me think of that. So now hand raised, hand down. And that (laughs) That is just the truest thing. Yeah. It's so like not being submissive. Yes. And then, you know, when our pain, our loss, our trauma, like in a lot of ways, it's become my privilege. It's not my identity, but it's the thing that ultimately called me home. And so now I see it. It's this thing that I'm so grateful for. Now I really, rarely talk about my pain anymore. Like it's really, really rare because it's not even something that's like, I don't think of myself as a woman in pain. You know what I mean? It's not my identity. People forget all the time that like my people forget that that's even a thing all the time. I forget it's a thing, even though I still have pain. It's just, it's not who I am. And I'm so happy to hear you say this, but I do think we should talk about at the time of like, in a time of uh, everyone experiencing sort of like a go to your room type situation. There's been a lot of, I'll call them like forced pivots. Yes happening for everybody. Yes, I like and that. As you mentioned at the beginning, there was even this planned, you know, just on a personal level for you, this planned book tour yeah. and this once in a lifetime opportunity to tell your story in this big mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and promote this amazing three and a half year project mm-hmm. that is a heart piece really. Yeah. But, you know, in knowing you and knowing your story and how you've had a lot of forced pivots, one of which the book release is so aptly timed with what so many of us are dealing with in like just the blanket pivot of most of us needing, who aren't essential businesses, needing to completely recalibrate our day and how people are handling their children and handling their relationships and handling their relationship to work and how many people's relationship to work has now found them without that. Like, Mm We're all experiencing these changes on a different level. And a lot of them can be painful changes. And your message is so about finding beauty within mm-hmm. that pivot and within that change and within that pain. Yeah, I just can't help but recognize the correlation between the theme in this book and the universal themes that mm. are around us right yeah, now. Thank you for saying that. You know, of course, when this all happened, I was super disappointed. You know, like I, I'm a first time author. We had this huge big old tour. It's going across the country. I mean, we were, we literally were two days from launching it. 
And I was so excited. We've been working on the, I mean, we've been working on this. It goes, it takes so long, you know, so this yeah, <laughs> for a really long time. And I was of course really disappointed and really bummed. And I think it's important to let yourself feel that instead, you know, I, I had a moment where I felt like shame. Cause I'm like, I'm healthy. I'm not sick. There's people die. you know, get over yourself, which that helps nothing. And it's just honestly just adds yeah. on a whole other layer of just bullshit that, that doesn't do it. It's of zero service. So I got to come back to myself and, you know, it's been really sweet. I feel like the lesson that earth school is teaching me over and over and over is trust and we really don't have any control over anything beyond our response to what <laughs> the crazy things that happen. And Absolutely. But we have this idea, like right now, everyone, we have this false idea that we're in some sort of control, but none of us really are ever. And right now, it's just real clear that no one's in control, mm-hmm. that this is all happening, you know? And I keep, to, I just keep getting to learn this beautiful lesson of like, the universe is holding me and loves me so much. And this is happening for me, not to me. And, you know, at first I was like, how is this happening at the same time as this book? Deal? Blah, 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 blah. And now I'm like, like you said, like, this is a message of like when life literally throws <laughs> you the curveball after curveball after curveball and trauma after trauma after trauma and looks nothing like what you had hoped for or dreamed of or expected for your life. How do you find healing and hope and resilience and not just like survive, but like really create something beautiful out of your life. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the perfect time. It doesn't look anything like I expected, but when does life ever look anything like I expected? And it's, it's perfect. So true. And And when it does, you're kind of like, oh, "Oh." that's boring. I didn't, my (laughs) vision was kind of shit. (laughs) It wasn't the greatest vision. And now this feels like And I can truly say this, like it really does feel like a privilege. Mm -hmm. It feels like an honor. I mean, I say at the end of the book, I'm like, listen, when you finish this book, I mean, this will be different because I thought people would be living life outside of their homes. But I'm like, when you, you know, turn off your light or you get off your subway stop or you finish that last cup of coffee and you finish this book, like I do truly hope you forget my name and forget this story because this love is in you. This love is yours. This healing is for you. This divinity is inside of you. This hope is yours. This goodness is yours. Like I'm going to moonwalk the fuck out of here because you don't need me. You don't need me. This is all within you. And I think like right now, you know, like I said earlier at OnSite, when things feel hysterical, it's always historical. This time is really triggering for so many people it's so triggering and it's bringing up old stuff and it's, we don't have a lot of our not normal avoidant tactics in place. Like I, you know, I'm usually traveling. I don't have time to sit with my thoughts like I do, or I do, but I just don't make time. Right. And right now I think it's a really beautiful invitation to just be curious and to be really, really, really loving and gentle and kind with yourself because of course you're traumatized. This is like bringing up really scary, hard, painful things and like shaming yourself for it or or feeling like you're overreacting. That's, that's a disservice to your sweet little spirit. Instead, trying to just be really curious and take note, like Miles, another thing he's told me that I think is so fascinating. Like they'll host 
victims that were a part of mass shootings or people that went to war or, and for free, they'll bring these large groups in at one site. And he said 99.9% of the time, the people that are the most traumatized from those experiences had early childhood trauma. It wasn't the trauma from, you know, being blown up in war or, you know, being at this concert when there was a mass shooting. It was the people that were, it re-triggered old stuff. So this is going to be really triggering for people that have old traumas that haven't been healed. But the thing that is so beautiful is like, it becomes an invitation. It's something to just be really lovingly curious about. And, you know, right now might just be time to be gentle and loving with yourself and be like, okay, noted. Because right now you're in survival mode and you're taking care of children and you're also, you know, teaching them school and being a substitute teacher and working and, you know, and so you can't go sit in a therapist's office. You can't go do a lot of the things that you eventually will, but it's time to be curious and take note of, you know, because I just keep thinking of it as an invitation. Don't you think too that like kind of this thing that we do as people is like we we don't want to kind of accept our humanity. Even with you describing the way that you kind of bypassed the initial bump of accepting mm-hmm. the pain, like you wanted to go from having something hard happen, whether it be a physical accident like you had or a more global issue like we're all kind of going through. We want to have received the trauma and then we we don't want to deal with the implications of that. We want to jump over all of that, everything that triggers, everything that we're yeah. feeling and we want to go right to being okay and being okay with it. And that sort of like firm, intense, like chokehold on needing to be okay is what makes us like increasingly less okay. So you're nailing it. That is like yeah. the truest. And I think it is such a just human thing, you know, like we want to be perfect. Yeah, we want to show up. We want to be on the other side of it. We don't want to have mm-hmm. to deal with it because it's it's messy. It's yeah. real freaking messy. And it's really yeah. hard. And to be really honest with you, I don't know that I would have gone in so deep if I hadn't written this book. I, I don't know that I would have because I am a bypasser. I loved, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. We try to avoid pain at all costs. At all. And not that that's my identity, that's but that's I ironic. know, right? But like, that's <laughs> yeah. why I took every narcotic under the sun for seven years, like yeah. highest level of fentanyl patch that they like give dying cancer patients and morphine mm-hmm. and Patrick, like, and watched every reality show that ever existed on planet earth and ate my feelings all day. Cause I just didn't think I could handle what I was feeling. And now it's really interesting because I've since, and some of this, I didn't even learn until like six months ago, the book was already done. It was like past editing. Like I learned about some early childhood trauma that I did not know about. Mm. And I'm like, I couldn't have dealt with that if I hadn't done this level of healing. And it's ongoing until we're in the in-between again. Like it's, I'll never have arrived you know, like we're not Jesus. We're not Buddha. We're not going to like arrive and be these just enlightened beings without having to continue to do the healing work. Ruthie, thank you so much. We can't wait for the day to squeeze you in real life. Thank you so much. When this all clears, can we get another house in Palm Springs and uh, microdose again? I love that journey (laughs) so much. Take me now. Take me now. (laughs) Yes. The answer is yes. Always yes. Always yes. Yeah. 
Oh. We need a desert pool house ASAP. Oh my God. And just to reiterate, the name of the book is There I Am, The Journey from Hopelessness to Healing. Yes. Right here, yes. show and tell. You'll, yeah. Oh, I love y'all. Thank you Thank for being you. such- We love you. Oh, y'all have been such incredible supporters and dear friends. And I'm just so honored to love y'all and to be loved by y'all. It really is such a gift. Oh, you're welcome. Likewise. <laughs> You're down with RNT? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. What's up? What you got? You're in your bedroom. I'm in my kitchen. That's right. We're separate. I love that it took this whole wild turn of events to have us finally like figure out technology. I would say we're gently, loosely, barely figuring it out, but with a little bit of direction from Joey Greer. (laughs) My rose is Joey telling us to download a full new software and then us being like, no. (laughs) That wasn't it. We're like, what's the point of this? (laughs) Speaking of which, I know you mentioned that um, today's my birthday. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. When this comes out, it's actually going to be almost Joey's birthday and almost my dad's birthday. Wow. Happy so birthday to everyone. Quickly. It's like a whole fun week of birthdays. And I just want to say hi. I love you both. Like the most important men in my life. Thank you for existing. I just love you so much. So thank you guys for being important to Elizabeth. You're also important <laughs> to me, but not as important. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, you guys. Okay. The birthdays will roll in. What else are you going to do today, Elizabeth? This is pretty much like the main event. Cool. Uh, I think we're going to watch some fave movies. Fun. So like a little Romeo and Michelle moment. Yes. Has Joey little ever seen that? moment. I don't know if he's ever seen it, but he's going to. I need some of that content of him watching. He it, also put together the sweetest video from all you guys. Oh, I saw it. That was amazing. Yeah. And I, he, like, as soon as I opened my eyes this morning, he played it for me. So it was all of our friends giving us these, like, really sweet birthday messages. And I just, like, sobbed into my pillow. <laughs> I just was like, oh, my God. That's I so can't sweet. Believe it. it was amazing. So Aww. I got to top um, that for his birthday. That's all. You know, there's a lot of, like, yeah. birthday happening in this week every year, which is beautiful, but also, like, stressful. A lot to think about. Yeah. It's just a lot to think about, but what a great thing to think about also. Yeah. You know, wanting to honor the people you love. I mean, personally, I'd be so annoyed them. if my dad and my boyfriend were both born in my birthday week. So you're a better person than I. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I always thought it was cool. I came home from the hospital on my dad's 40th birthday. Oh, wow. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. So, That's really sweet. And was, also cool that your dad was 40, which means like, you know, at 35, you've got like some time. Exactly. You want to have exactly. a kid. So I really want to shout out a little thing I did pre-birthday. Okay. 35, I was definitely feeling some energy around it and didn't really know where to place it. I was like having some mental conversations that were kind of like, whoa, 35, that sounds like I'm definitely not a kid anymore. And then I was like, but am I? It's been a minute. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, I've been in my 30s for the past five years. So, But I agree. It definitely does have, like, a different resonance. It's got a little joie de vivre to it, you know? But so out of the suggestion of our business coach, Amina, who's so wonderful, Mm -hmm. Amina Altai, who's actually going to be 
coming on the show and within the next month, I think. She suggested I do a silent retreat. Okay. So this weekend, I kind of designed a little silent retreat for myself. And it was just a very healing, special experience and really reminded me that I can tap into a deeper layer of myself kind of at any time. Mm-hmm. This is very empowering. So for 36 hours, I didn't talk. Mm-hmm. I had a notepad out that I communicated with Joey if I needed to. And I just set my intention to be really mindful of all the things I consumed and kind of set myself up to be able to go inward. So I had a journal at the ready. I started a new book. Shout out to Glennon Doyle, Untamed, which is phenomenal and the perfect catalyst to really like bring us a deeper conversation with ourselves Mm -hmm. in a beautiful way. Obviously, Ryan Heffington dancing was an incredible opportunity to move. What else? Oh, Nicole Sachs. I started doing some journal speak, which is like the 20 minutes of just like venting hard and then deleting it, gardening, listening to music, just having like I set up this like really yummy spiritual day Mm. that kind of dissipated all the ickiness I was feeling or like, I don't even want to call it ickiness, but like I was feeling some type of way. I was feeling some heaviness, some like- Well, birthdays always bring stuff up. Sure. It's kind I always feel like kind of every time a birthday is about to come up, it's like, it's this car that's moving really fast and you're just like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yeah. So I got to slow down and it felt like this, beautiful gift to myself and also a very cool reminder that we can really tap into something like that Mm -hmm. at any point. Yeah. And yeah, it really set the stage for me to just receive this day with like an open heart and just a lot of gratitude. I love that so much. And you feel like a new woman. I do. I love that. New, but same. It's great that you can like have, it's such a tool to like reset when and you don't need anything. Yeah. There's an interesting thing about not talking. I realized by like the end of the day that my connection to my brain and my gut, like whatever had been blocking it, mm-hmm. had like real something had really moved. Interesting. And I felt like I was communicating with myself in such like a clear, more pointed way. And it felt amazing. And it feels amazing. Interesting. So like… Rose, not talking. Yeah, I want to try podcaster. that. I want to try that. And also like not texting. Like I reached out to like you and Kristen and I was just, and my parents. I was just like, I'm not going to be, you know, texting and just like got to let your people know. <laughs> that was so funny. You were like, <laughs> I'm going on a little silent retreat tomorrow. And I was like, is this your way of telling me don't text me? And you were like, more my way of saying I won't be texting you back. <laughs> I was like, fair, fair, exactly. fair. Fair, fair. Well, I yeah. love that. I feel like that should be our only rose. My rose is you and your birth. Aww. I love you. So grateful for you and for this show and for your continued growth and evolution. And I'm sure all the audience is listening saying the same damn thing. That's so sweet. I love you so much. Love you. Thank you. Happy 3-5. Getting to do this show is the best birthday gift possible. Yes, cute. And getting it to do it with you, my best friend. Hi. And hi to the listeners. Thank you for all your sweet messages. It truly makes my day more than I could ever 
put into words. We love you guys. We are so grateful. I feel like that should be the wrap on the show. Yeah. What a cool time with Ruthie. Check her book out, guys. It's called There I Am. Don't forget it. And we'll see you next week. Namaste. Namaste. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.